Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, my darlings. Welcome to the podcast. All right, I'm just going to kind of like rapid fire. We're going to make this, I'm going to do this thing where we do shorter, cuter episodes. And so I'm going to just like rapid fire through these questions that you submitted to me. And I'm going to read this one out loud because I hope that you listen to this and we can workshop how to completely change this mindset. I'm 29 single, just finished a huge two-year contract with work. I'm about to go on the holiday of a lifetime, but I'm the heaviest I've been with too much indulging and being sick. And I want to cancel my trip. How can I be in a bikini? How can anyone find me beautiful when I don't? So we have to completely reimagine this perception that you are not beautiful because you gained some weight. It's insane. And I'm not calling you insane, but you know what I mean. Also, like, what does it matter? Like I have gained and lost, you know, probably, you know, between 40 pounds consistently, like a lot of my life. And you know, what's so odd is like, weight doesn't, it's weight doesn't matter. Like as long as you're healthy and happy, if it's making you unhappy, then great. Let's adjust some things in your life to get back there. But, you know, hating yourself is not going to make you lose weight. So much of it is your mental sanity and your happiness and how you talk about your body to yourself. And like that really needs to be adjusted more than you need to lose weight. You know, after I got after I had Carmela, we went the when we the first time we went to Italy with her last summer, she was three, three and a half months old. And I had only lost, I mean, we'd barely lost any weight since giving birth. And I went on holiday. Nobody cares but you. That's like, this is what I always think. Like, 
and yes, there are online bullies who say mean things and, you know, that's not okay. And we've all unfortunately seen that if not experienced it for ourselves. But have you ever been on a beach or on a vacation and thought about somebody else's body for one fucking second? I never have. I've never gone to a beach and been like, oh, look at what her body looks like. She should lose 15 pounds. Never, not even why that's not one second would that cross my mind Not for one second. So who fucking cares? Live your life. I lost 10 pounds on my vacation, by the way, just, just eating food. That's not crap from this country. I'm trying to figure out how that happened because, you know, everyone's like, oh, the food. Okay. Sure. But also here, like if you see me eating pasta, by the way, I would clearly post pasta all the time, right? I'm not eating large quantities of it. When Domini made pasta for our anniversary the other night, I had two bites and then I ate all the sauce and then I had Branzino and I'm, I wasn't lacking. I just, I had a couple bites and I was like, I'm good. Like I'm not overstuffing myself, but that's ancient grain pasta. It's this stuff that we'll be selling soon for Barancini. That's the pasta you get in Italy. It's, it's, it's ancient grains. It's never been adultered. It's adulterated. It's the, it's perfect pasta. So if I eat pasta, it's that. And everything else I eat is clean from the farmer's market, organic food. And so then someone was like, oh, you know, when you're on vacation, you're not stressed. Guys, I'm so happy that I made our vacation look like a stress-free, glorious trip. I cried twice. Davide had a work meltdown. We almost left early because we felt so far away from like our work lives. So yeah, no, were we like just mindless? You know, thank God a large amount of the time, which is what the fucking point of the trip was. But it wasn't like it was a stress-free trip. Anyway, my point being like something clicked while I was gone where my body let go. I wasn't holding on to so much stuff. So go on your fucking trip. You will look back on canceling a vacation because of your weight gain and be horrified with yourself. Go live life. You're going to you're going to punish yourself from living life. Go live your life. Enjoy it. Also, I'm looking at your Instagram. Oh my god, girl. I'm going to DM you. This is crazy. You're beautiful. No, I can't wait to see you on this trip. We all have fucked up. We're all fucked up. Okay. I mean that all in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Why am I going to do more cooking videos with Tavide? Yes. The plan was to start filming those immediately. And then I painted my kitchen a color that I regret. And now I don't know what to do. So <laughs> they're going to be postponed until my kitchen looks good. If we're being very honest there. How do you manage conflicting information and advice about parenting? I do not think there is a one size fits all way to raise your child. I think that's clear. I think what I've noticed from all my friends that have multiple children and just from being a human being is that everyone is wildly different. And so I don't think you're going to parent two kids the same. I think bringing a positive environment into your home where your child feels safe and their feelings feel acknowledged is very important to me and should be important to everybody. A lot of that comes with like, I don't like what it's called, but like if we're talking about like gentle parenting where it's like, okay, your kid's room isn't clean and you go in there and you don't say like, if you don't clean up your room right now, I'm going to take away your cell phone and yell at them. 
you'd go in and say, what's going on, bud? What's happening here? Like, I hate cleaning my room too. I totally get it. But it's kind of about having respect for your space and understanding the value of your stuff. And it's just a standard that we practice in this house. And so I just need to know if there's something getting in your way of cleaning your room. Are you depressed? Do you not care about your valuables? Is there something going on? Is there something going on in school? You don't feel motivated. That I think is fair. And then I think at some point, if this kid is still dicking around and is just clearly being lazy, then shit gets taken away. But I think, you know, what we have continued to talk about on a daily basis and what we talked about a lot when I was pregnant was like noticing what other parents did around us when we were with them and their children. And I think oftentimes, and listen, I'm like a strong biatch and so is Day. We're not going to be like walked over by a child, hopefully. But like, you know, I don't see us being people that like, are going to have a lot of patience for a lot of like ill behavior. But I even now, like if she gets upset, I'll be like, Hey, are you okay? Like those are big feelings. And instead of instantly shaming your child, which by the way, especially in front of people, like, do you notice how if a kid gets yelled at in front of people, how embarrassing it is for them and how they feel that shame. So that's like the only thing that like is my feedback about parenting is what I've noticed is like making your kid, like why would you make your kid feel bad? I think there should be consequences, but I don't really believe in making your kid feel bad. And then I, and what I've noticed from some people is like when they act like that, their kids end up acting, they're like more like respectful. They appreciate things a little bit more. They know they can talk to their parents about more things. They don't, they don't, overreact. The goal is to not have them have like explosive overreactions because they already feel seen and heard. But who the fuck knows? My kid's only 14 months. So this could all backfire on me. If you're like me, before you book brunch, you do extensive research on the reviews for that restaurant online. And tell me this, why have we not had the same before booking a doctor's appointment? Now we do because with ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help you find the right doctor that is in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the right location for brunch. Yes, I am that basic. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, which (laughs) we all know I need to do, fix an achy back, get a mole checked out, another thing I need to do, or anything else. ZocDoc has you covered. I just got Davide a doctor on ZocDoc because for some reason, my doctor is like, has a six month wait, which is also why I love ZocDoc because you can find a doctor that's available soon, not eight months from now. It is a mobile app that is so easy. It's as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant. You can find and review local doctors. Like I said, read verified patient reviews from real people. You can find the doctor that's right for you. Book an appointment in person or remotely, whatever works for your gorgeous schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I'm one of them. Now you can go to ZocDoc.com 
zocdoc.com slash Pia and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is zocdoc.com slash Pia, zocdoc.com slash Pia. Stress is coming at us from everywhere. It's to the point where two out of three people report feeling extreme stress. And we know what this can do to our body outside of our immune, digestive, respiratory, cardiovascular systems. It's clearly very seriously affecting our cognitive and mental health. That is why I'm telling you this is your friend. When I say that, put a big asterisk next to it because I really mean it. That just calm is something that I've been taking every day along with my probiotic from Just Thrive. And it's truly made me like a more joyful person. You can listen all about the science on our Just Thrive podcast, which came out a couple of weeks ago. What makes Just Calm so radically different from anything you've tried before is this really specific proprietary psychobiotic strain called BL1714 very scientific. Um, In a number of studies, it has shown that BL1714 can be an absolute powerhouse in the fight for your mental well-being because it quickly promotes healthy response to everyday stress, encourages a steady, serene, and balanced mood, drives mental clarity, focus, and alertness, and it even supports great energy and optimal sleep which is obviously also incredible. If you want to feel your best, pair it with my Just Thrive probiotic, Just Calm and Just Thrive every day. You can get 15% off this dynamic duo bundle or any of their scientifically proven products when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code PIA at checkout. That is justthrivehealth.com and use code PIA. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. How do you manage everything you do and take care of yourself and your mental health? I don't know. I am very behind on a lot of things. This week in particular has been very gnarly. The intense, the realization of the large amount of responsibility that I gave myself is starting to manifest itself (laughs) in stressful scenarios (laughs) and lack of time. But I absolutely will not let those things get in the way of my life. And I'm working on this with Davide. I'm going to give you guys a great example of the clusterfuck of a week that we had, which included some very personal things that I'm not going to get into because I love you guys, but yeah, boundaries. So Davide was already very much on edge. And then Thursday, yeah. So he had like a, of something very frustrating work-wise happened to him on Wednesday. Wednesday was our anniversary. I then sprung into solution mode. I let him be upset. I spent two and a half hours talking on the phone with one of our partners, coming up with multiple solutions. I did make that productive because I 
felt like I wanted like you know the like that like you know when something happens and then you're just like frantic and I could feel my cortisol spiking where like if I was in my 20s I would smoke like a daytime cigarette and go have a coffee but instead I wanted to be focused on the conversation but I wanted to also use up the like cortisol spike in a way that was beneficial to me. So I cleaned out my entire closet while I was on the phone with him, which was something that I have majorly needed to do. Like things were, I couldn't even walk in there. Got rid of two bags of clothes. Oh, the yawning. It's just so consistent. So that was great. Then I, I had that call. Then I got back to my work then it was our anniversary. So we made dinner and then he was depressed and I was like, whatever, it's fine. It's like, it's, we're going to have a million more anniversaries. We've had some before. Like, I don't let the, that thing bother me. I was like, put on whatever you want on TV to like numb your brain and you be cozy. And I got to like watch TikTok all night, which I love. And I went to bed at like 10. Perfect. Boom. Woke up the next day, I rushed downstairs at like 6.45 to get the baby and to make him his breakfast, which was, you know, his birthday breakfast. And he comes running downstairs saying he has a raging work emergency having to do with like shipping stuff, all with people that are in Europe. So he rushes out of here with his computer frantic. I'm like, okay, I have to be in my office at 9 a.m. And he was like, okay, like, when do you need to leave? And I said, 815, knowing that I could get away with leaving at 830, but I said 815 for a hard out. He isn't even answering the phone at 815. I have now, you know, fed the dogs, fed the baby, got her changed, made my breakfast, made my lunch, prepared the baby's lunch, gotten dressed. And I'm just kind of like sitting here. My mom was out of town. I call my cousin. I'm like, dude, I think I need you to come over here. Davide's not answering. Like I need to leave right when he called me back. He's exploding on the phone to me what his last two hours were and how bad they were. I tried to come up with a solution, which pissed him off and made him yell at me, which I understand. And then I was like, hey, buddy, I love you so much. I can't. I I, I hear everything you're saying. Like if I'm just talking back to engage in conversation with you, you can't annihilate me. It's, it's you know, 845. I need to leave for work. And like my team is waiting for me. Like this is not like me just going into my office. I'd only go into the office if there's a meeting and this meeting includes my team who have woken up early and gotten dressed and prepared themselves for a meeting that is very important and, you know, whatever. So I am now, by the way, oh, also what happened is like I'm stressed and I made a coffee and I spilled it and I, and I took a deep breath and I said, we're not going to do that. Mm-mm. We are not going to let this day be one of those days. So I lightheartedly cleaned the coffee. I made a new coffee and I just kept stopping to take deep breaths. I put on a song that made me happy. I was like, I fucking refuse to get my cortisol in a fucking bunch and make this one of those days where like bad things keep happening. And then I kept thinking to myself too, I'm going to be late for this meeting. I do not want to walk into this meeting frantic. I'm going to upset every single person in that room who could be having a fabulously great day. And everybody needs to be aware of the energy that they bring to a fucking room. So I made sure to take a lot of deep breaths 
I took extra deep breaths before I entered the room. I sincerely apologized and understood the value of their time. I said we had a very unfortunate work crisis with Davide this morning and I didn't have the support that I usually have with my mom. You know, she's out of town. The nanny doesn't come until 9 a.m. And the day continued on great. It did. You know, he continued to have a bad day. He's still having a bad day. He was pissed until we went to his birthday dinner last night. But, I, you know, I kept having to explain to him in the car right to dinner. Like, I have to find a balance between being there for you, respecting my responsibilities, and creating a boundary so your chaotic response to things is not my chaotic response. And he's like, who am I supposed to talk to? And I was like, you can talk to me, but you can't yell at me. Poor thing. He's just so frustrated. Like, I love you. So I'm putting a little safety bubble around me because then I said, I'm, this is not a pissing contest, but let me break down to you the next five days, which includes turning in two podcasts, getting all the rest of the content for my website, which keeps being pushed back because I want it to be perfect. This means planning an entire photo shoot on Tuesday. This means designing a denim capsule with my beautiful design assistant, Chloe. I have the entire Q3 deck that's due next Wednesday, but Sunday and Monday we're out of town for Davide's birthday. And then Tuesday I'm shooting all day. I also am getting a fucking foster puppy on Tuesday. This will be the day before you listen to this podcast. The day this podcast comes out, this deck is due. You know, this shit is not going to be ready. It'll be turned in at like midnight on that day. And it needs to be all of my fabrics, all of my trend direction, all of my print direction, all of the silhouettes I want to hit, everything for an entire quarter, which is, you know, fucking a lot of skews. So I was like, and and by the way, this isn't man. Oh, I'm also throwing a huge dog party here with the wildest who I love so much for like Chi Chi's birthday. We're going to get all the dogs together. Help boy. It's like, there's tons of responsibilities. This is also has like, I haven't even included managing my emails and then social media. I got to create content today with Marielle. She comes over. It's how we, like, it's just a lot. And so it's not a pissing contest, but like I have fucking shit to do. And every night there happens to be groceries and dinner ready for the most part, you know? So I'm like, and we have fucking people coming over tonight which it's like, I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but like, we also love having people over and there's people in town. It's just, it's a lot. I'm literally nothing without Shopify. <laughs> like how many of you that are listening to this shop on Shopify, have your own store on Shopify? Like imagine 10, even like five years ago, you'd be like, I can't start a business. And now it's like, yeah, you can't because you can just start a Shopify. It's unbelievable. It gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I mean, that's so important for us, especially with Gaia, like because he has a retail space, all of our inventory for the store is also accounted for on Shopify. So we know that the inventory everywhere is accurate. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. It is difficult and this makes it easy. 
you have to believe me. We literally have LPA, Gaia, and Barangini and Portico all on Shopify. Like mine, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Go to shopify.com slash best, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. I literally would say DM me if you need questions because I can answer them, but they also have an incredible available customer service to walk you through anything you don't understand, which is the only reason why Davide is able to use it because he gets so frustrated with anything having to do with technology and he knows Shopify now like the back of his hand. You can grow your business with Shopify today. That's shopify.com slash best right now. Shopify.com slash best. Local Eclectic is a woman-founded, woman-run online jewelry store based in Chicago that carries unique jewelry from independent designers all over the world. They've worked with over 80 designers over the years to empower other women entrepreneurs and support their small businesses with so much variety. There's truly a piece of jewelry to fit every single style and every single occasion from delicate solid gold pieces you'll never take off to the perfect statement earring that will complete your summer wedding guest look, because I know you have like 45 more weddings to go to. Two of the most popular brands are designed in-house and offer affordable, solid gold jewelry that's heirloom quality with an accessible price point because they believe that everyone deserves fine jewelry. Their team is women-led with everything from marketing to customer service and fulfillment run in-house at their Chicago headquarters. Local Eclectic is all about fitting your eclectic style for people who love to switch up their aesthetic and want a little bit of different jewelry to fit their different moods. They have such a wide variety and unique assortment that there truly is a piece of jewelry for everyone at localeclectic.com. I have got stuff for all of my nieces so they can go back to school and start college looking fly. Local Eclectic is exclusively offering Everything is the Best listeners 15% off your first purchase with code BEST through September 30th. This is the best discount code available. So make sure that you take advantage of it while you can. Again, that is code BEST for 15% off your first order at Local Eclectic. That is L-O-C-A-L-E-C. L-E-C-T-I-C dot com. Okay, next question. When you met Davide, did you feel intense passion or more of a calm, comfortable feeling? Girl, the amount of passion that I felt for that man immediately was so overwhelming. There was a crazy level of comfort there too. But we like, remember this, like we talked on the phone for a month, like FaceTimed every day before we actually met in person. So, and then we were long distance for a long time. So there was like some level of comfort, but it was this intense, incredibly passionate, like having sex nonstop. Like, I don't like, if I think about how much sex we have (laughs) in like one day, (laughs) Like, why did, like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Like, who had time for that? (laughs) Who had the bandwidth? I mean, just logistically, it was many hours. So that was definitely a huge part of our attraction for one another. And I think that's like the scary part of a relationship, right? Because... I was talking about it with my trainer, Laura, this morning. 
she was talking about like one of her friends and whatever. We were talking about love and like the definition of love. And I was like, God, now that we're, you know, both married and we both have kids around the same age, the definition of love becomes so epically different than when you're young, wild and carefree and neither is better than the other one. But, you know, it goes from like feeling safe and, and heard when I'm pregnant to me, showed me how much he loved me. Like the way we dealt with each other or held each other when our parents died, when an, an animal is sick, when there's an emergency, when work gets stressful, when I'm having a meltdown about something in the way that he just knows how to fix it. Or he, like, there's like so many other ways that your love language becomes just shifts and, and things that are, you know, not sexual mean the world to you. You know, I mean, I think we all know that. Right. But there was, there was definitely a level of comfort there, like in terms of like being comfortable besides the fact that like my stomach always hurt because we were eating so much. And I obviously like would come back to LA and drink like green juices and like avoid gluten. And then I'd hang out with him and we'd like eat burgers and have sex. And I would literally be having sex thinking to myself, like I have irritable bowel syndrome. (laughs) Like (laughs) I am ruining my body because I can't go to the bathroom in this man's apartment. So he needs to go to work. Like we need to go to bed and he needs to go to work right away because I need him to leave this, this area. I need him to leave this building, you know, as all, relationships start out. And then the comfort came, you know, you know, what was, you know, was one of the first moments I realized I loved him truly. And we were broken up at the time. And that's also like another, like, yeah, yeah. Like he made me feel really comfortable, but he also, when we would break up, it would be so bad that it was kind of like, he was my worst enemy a little bit too, but not really, but you know what I mean? The major thing, major, major, major thing that made me realize that I was deeply in love with him was that I rear ended someone on, Oh my God, what street? Fairfax. Fairfax. I rear ended someone at Fairfax right before like fountain or something in LA and pretty major area. It was a light tap. And this was seven years ago. And I usually would have called my mom and said, I rear-ended someone and I didn't call her. I called him and I was like, I rear-ended someone. And he was like, are you safe? Do you feel safe getting out of the car? Are you hurt? No. Great. Yes. I feel safe. Fine. Whatever. He said, okay. I said, okay, well, let me call. Let me call my parents. I'm going to call you back. He goes, you don't need to call your parents. You, it's your insurance. It's your car. It's your license handle it. And I was like, okay. And he was like, call me, you know, stay on the phone with me or call me when you're done. And I think, you know, I got off the phone and I exchanged numbers, whatever. And I did all the insurance stuff. Like, you know, I usually would just be like, oh, this happened and have like my mom know about it. But I, I just, I wanted him to do it with me. I wanted him to know what had happened. I wanted him, his advice on what, you know, just the whole thing. And I was like, oh my God, I love him. Like it was, it was a, a vastly different 
kind of emotion. Finding confidence with your curves in the bedroom. I think if there's anything I could tell you is I have more confidence in the bedroom with my curves, for sure. I'll tell you this. When I was in my 20s, I had a lot of girlfriends that I would hang out with. And we would go out in New York, we'd hit the town in our outfits, with our makeup. We would work out five days a week. We watched what we ate. We were like, and I was always much bigger, you know, to the point where I like couldn't share clothes with anyone. Like certain stores wouldn't have clothes that would, you know, but like, by the way, it's still like a size eight, like a normal size person and like a six, eight voice. And so it would always be interesting well, we would all go out at night because we were all single. And I, I've i said this for many years. Like, we were all equally single and, like, equally trying to get laid and, like, have do our thing with boys or whoever, you know. And it didn't, like, I was always so confident and so comfortable with my body. and. Like, even though, you know, there were times where it would hurt to like not fit into something or whatever, like it never affected any way that any other person ever felt about me sexually at all. It was always my confidence and like the joy of having a good time that would attract someone to me and vice versa. So this myth these things, these stories that we tell ourselves in our heads, like it's all your own, like you're not going on vacation because you gained weight. Like no one's not like, there's no, there's no one that thinks that you look bad besides you. There's also like no one that's not going to have sex with you, man or a woman. Like same with me. Like it's all like what? Like that's also if somebody is unattracted to you because of something that your body's doing, that's not somebody you should be spending a single fucking moment with anyway. So it's all just like a big win. Nobody has any problem with your body but you. Whether you're traveling, whether you are now reporting back to work, whether you are grocery shopping, whether you have a child that has a bunch of crap, you need a Dagny Dover bag. I have two. I had to get a second one because my mom stole the first one. The company was founded by three lovely women who are based in New York City. It's a performance bag brand. They have backpacks, gender neutral baby bags, work and commuter totes, toiletry organizers, and hands-free crossbodies. I have the Daily Toad in Pinto and the Large Hunter in Violet. Like I said, my mom has stolen the Large Hunter from me. There are many styles that are great for back to school. They have smart design and functionality. Listen, there is a slot for your computer. There is a slot for your phone. There's a slot for your makeup. You just open the bag and there's a slot for everything. It's incredible. Like the land and carryall has a luggage sleeve. They all have protective laptop sleeves, external phone slips, detachable key leash. So you never use your keys. It's incredible. And the materials are fabulous too. They have neoprene, leather, vegan leather, in addition to eco-friendly materials like cotton and recycled poly made from plastic bottles. Problem-solving bags for problem-solving humans. They're also perfect for gift giving. I know you have a lot of events coming up where you need to give a gift, right? Seems like there's always one of those moments. And this is a very thoughtful gift. And you get now 10% off 
for your first time customer when you use code BEST. Also, year round, Dagny offers 20% off further heroes to teachers, troops, vets, and healthcare workers. But on top of that, for your first time customer, 10% off with code BEST. How to keep your cortisol down, especially as a mother. I mean, I don't know. Listen, it's really just these deep breaths that I'm trying to take all the time and rezoning, maintaining a really positive attitude. I'm telling you guys, the fucking moon juice, super you pills and the just thrive, just calm pills are two of the biggest wet. Like I'm going to put Carmela on these when she's in high school and going through puberty to help with her stress management and to help with, you know, raging hormones, like straight up. Like I'll put this, I'll put her on the shit when she's fucking 12. Like this is life altering stuff. My mood is so joyous. Constantly. I wake up happy. Yes. There are nights where I have some anxiety, which is my own fault. I need to put my fucking phone down. Like you guys know the shit that I see on fucking TikTok sometimes before I go to bed. But like, I'm in such a, also working out makes me so happy. I mean, it's clinically proven to make you a happier person. One of my best friends, Hillary Hogan has like a fucking six pack and two kids. And I don't, I have no desire to be, you know, I like, I defer my, like regard, like I like a curves, you know, I'm not, I'm not referencing her six pack to be like, I want to be shredded. Like, I mean, her body's incredible. She looks fucking gorgeous. But like, her motivation to work out, it always like will intimidate me to the point where like, like I'll call her and she'll just like hop into, she'll stay on FaceTime with me and just like hop into like a weight, like a 20 minute like weight thing on like the Peloton app or like on YouTube or she'll just like do a workout from her head or she'll do some yoga and it'll trigger me because I'm like, wait, like I didn't work out today. Like you work out every day. Like, oh my God, like that's why you look like that. And and she looked at me the other day and was like, I don't want, I want to be happy. She's like, I like my mental state is dependent upon my working out. I'm very stressed. I have two kids. I'm trying to manage my postpartum. Working out for me is a non-negotiable and and it's been relayed to my husband and to my children that that's my time. And so, you know, it was just shifted everything for me because I was like, I shouldn't compare myself to anybody. But I was like, fuck, like, it's so true. Like, you know, when you get in these bad habits and you're like, I'm feeling bad about myself and I haven't worked out in a long time. I mean, that was the hardest part for me postpartum was like, I really like the six week mark came to work out. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait till it's six weeks. And then it was like eight weeks and then 10 weeks. And then a couple months passed and I hadn't really because I just felt I was feeling so bad about myself. So that's like really my biggest kind of postpartum. And this is just for me. Like I could have started this journey sooner and I'm not, and it's not a journey to be like, oh, I could have started losing weight earlier. I could have started initiating practices in my life that bring me joy and going to the gym or working out or whatever, like is making me happy. So that's how I manage that. How to cope with loneliness in NYC in your 20s. This will be the last one. I'm going to tell you this right now, my friend. And I always say this. This is likely going to be the last years of your life where you live alone. Enjoy it. I know that it's lonely. 
but living in New York City is the fucking best ever. I would hit up all my local spots and eat dinner by myself at the bar. I've also met many cool people doing that, including cool guys that have dated. I did a New Year's Eve one time alone at Sunset Tower. So do not be afraid of doing stuff alone. The world is your oyster. You live in New York fucking city, which ironically can be the loneliest place in the world. Just try to shift your mindset to enjoying yourself. Fucking masturbate, make dinner for yourself, take a bath or a long shower, enjoy it. I used to come home from my job and like set up myself cozy in my apartment. You know what I used to do? I used to have this rule where Sundays, when I lived in New York, I was like, nobody call me. Like, don't invite me to anything. I'm doing the only thing that I'm doing on Sunday is whatever I want to do. People knew not to even call me. I would go to Cafe Mogador and have brunch by myself. And if there were people that I wanted to come and meet me, I'd hit them up. But that walk was by myself. There was no big plan. It was like, I'm here. And I would just hit the streets. And wherever the day took me is where it took me. And, you know, now with like all this responsibility and like multiple animals and a husband and a kid and a mom, like I can't do that ever. I can't do any of those things I just mentioned. So enjoy it. And just know that this is your 20s and you're in New York. And at some point you're going to look back in your 30s and be like, fuck, I was single in New York City. And you're going to miss it. And so I don't want to undermine how lonely you must feel because I totally get it. But just try to shift your mindset to enjoying it. Okay, guys. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Oh, also, if you feel like leaving a positive review, please do so. It would mean the world to me. I read them. And the terrible ones really fucking make me... (laughs) Make me want to find out who made that terrible comment and show up to their job and give them a one-star review too. But again, if you really don't like the podcast, you're allowed to say so and you should feel free to do so. But if you like me and you're still listening, it means that you listen to this whole episode and hopefully you, you like what I'm saying. And so let us know in the review section. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.